Hello and welcome to Mended Teacups. Helen and I are here sitting here with our cups of tea and we're ready to discuss curriculum choice. There's a fairly big uh, thing to chat about when you're thinking about what you want to use to help teach your children. I think one of the things we were just talking about is your education philosophy. Now that sounds really highfalutin but what we just mean by that is what do you think education is for um, how do you think education should happen and that kind of idea behind you is kind of, is going to help help you decide what books and what materials you might like to use some of us have written down an education philosophy some of us haven't some of us have just got it in the back of our mind how we how we roll how we roll as a family um, so initially I'd say ask others what they use and why they use it um, if they use anything at all and in fact that's going to be kind of the theme of our talk now mm. today I think our chat mm-hmm. uh, if you're in Bristol in the UK you can always come and ask to borrow books from the Beechhead's library um, we're going to do a podcast another podcast another time about education philosophy but for now Molly what what sort of curriculum have you used and how did you choose it and why did you choose what you've chosen that is a great question and I kind of have a bit of a confession here and my oldest child is 18 now doing A-levels um, so we can't have gone too far wrong but I have to confess that when we started I had absolutely no idea what we were doing and I think I'd done absolutely zero reading and I just we just went into it incredibly blind to be quite honest <laughs> So I would say it's by the huge grace of God. It was something certainly we prayed about. We prayed and prayed and prayed about it. Um, And I'd known one other family who homeschooled and they, I guess what Helen was talking about, their education philosophy, their their way of being in their family hugely inspired me. Um, But that was quite a long time previously. Um, so we we really did very much go into it. I went to I went to Smiths. I thought we better start with maths and English, and so I went to Smiths um, and I bought uh, the relevant key stage maths and English books, um, and we kind of started from there. I had I'm not a teacher, but I had done a lot of children's ministry beforehand before having children myself, and so I love doing creative things with the kids, and so actually. Doing, we did a lot of project work and actually doing um, that came very naturally to me. And so um, um, I had a fairly traditional education, so I kind of thought, well, better do some geography, better do some history, better do some science. And I tended to roll them all into one and we would just do big, big projects. I had two um, little boys at the time who were very energetic, so we tended to spend a lot of time outside because that was an absolute essential because they would be climbing the curtains otherwise. Um, <laughs> and um, so that was really, that was. Well, I can say a bit more detail, but that was kind of really where we started. It was, it was, which sounds, which sounds dreadful now that we knew so little about it. But um, so you you tell me about yours, and then I can tell you a little bit about <laughs> some of this, when, when I had researched a bit what we then did. <laughs> so how did you begin? Yes, well, we I, I felt I did need some some sort of structure to help me. I didn't really know what I was doing, and so I did a little bit of in, um, research on the internet. This was quite a long time ago. Mm. The internet was only just getting going. Yes, it really. was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But came across um, a Sunlight Curriculum, which is an American Christian curriculum. And that was all about reading great books together. And I just thought, that's what I want to do mm. with my kids. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm really grateful that that's the one I came across because 
since then I've found other curricula that would have really switched me off and maybe thought no actually if that's what homeschooling is if that's what education at home is like that's not I don't want to do it so I'm really grateful I came across mm, yes. the one I have and we've actually stayed with sunlight through our whole journey and used that as the basis and even as I've found um, other approaches to home education I've tweaked my tweaked my approach but I've used the books from sunlight the whole way through and gradually come away more and more from their instructor guide mm. to using it my way and just using these really great books that yeah. have been chosen for me by somebody mm. else uh, to give a pattern to our year I yes. suppose each time no I remember when the first time I met you and you told me about sunlight and I thought oh that sounds brilliant and I actually know other homeschoolers who used although they don't use a curriculum who use the book list because yes. they're such good book lists yes so um yeah and then they tell me about the books and then I used them. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's obviously, that's really good. Yes. And then we've supplemented that yeah. as we've gone through. And because it's fairly flexible, um, we've been able to spend more time in the areas that we were more interested in mm. um, when we were doing History of the World at that time, the first way through. We were quite interested in Africa. We had friends who'd just gone to Africa. So we spent a lot of time in Africa and the African countries and did a bit more projects like you. It's quite fun to do projects and a bit of craft and art around yes, those things, yeah. especially when the children are a bit younger. Um, whereas we didn't have any connection with uh, the Far East at all. So we kind of went through that very quickly and later on have come back and found out more about Asia and China yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a different time but we've made made it fit how we were yes I think that's something that I've sort of learned about using curriculum that actually you it, it's a resource rather than you're a slave to it kind yes, of thing definitely. and actually using it as a really good tool and the curriculums I have I have then subsequently chosen that's been really helpful to I have to keep that in mind that it's you know I don't yes. have to do every little bit of it it's used as a resource yes I felt very sorry for a friend of mine who through circumstances was home educating her child and felt she had to do a particular curriculum which involved filling in worksheets and sending them back to a central agency for marking and then three or four weeks later it would come back marked well they're not even learning that stuff anymore yes the marks gone. don't make any interest <laughs> yes, and, and yeah. I felt and she felt home education was a real burden to her while oh, she was doing it yes, yeah and I felt that was really sad compared to my experience of just yes. having a being able to be enjoying yes. being with my children yes and it's fun isn't it and it built on relationship I think yes. that's been so important to me and as I have listened and read you know that the relational side of it is just so important actually yeah that's been a key yeah and as we're saying with education philosophy yeah um for me homeschooling is about family it's about relationship so mm. sitting on the sofa together with a really great book yes. or even sitting on three different sofas yes. with three different books yes. <laughs> once they'd learned to read for themselves yeah yeah um that's been great Mm, definitely good how do you because obviously I've never used sunlight how do you teach maths and English does that does that come in a sunlight or do you do something separate for that yes it can so at first we use the sunlight recommendation for maths yes. as well and the language arts yeah and then um I got a bit frustrated ordering it from America each time we needed yes. new books yeah so I morphed with maths into doing a more English-based right um, curriculum and actually that suits me I'm a mathematician so yes. I've been able yeah. to deal with that fine language arts has been an interesting one we've kind of come and gone with um I quite like sunlight's approach because they use the books you're reading 
to divert to teach you about grammar and spelling and mm. composition and so on. So a very natural so, way of teaching. Yes, and yeah. I like that idea, mm. but it hasn't always worked. Yeah, for us particularly well, it obviously is an American curriculum, so it does have a slightly different approach to yes, um, English language than than schools in this country might do. Um, so we've kind of mixed and matched and gone through different things as we've gone through. Have you found um, different things because you've been able to adapt it for different children? One thing of work with one child and then you need to change it yes. for other children. And I've certainly done that with the maths because, yes. for example, one of my children really appreciated using Khan Academy online. Yes, we've used that, um, yeah. Others of my children didn't like that at all, mm. didn't suit them. Mm. So we've just done different approaches and tried to... And as we've come across different companies... I found Schofield and Sims. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were great. So I've used different companies at different yes, times to, yeah. to do the maths with. Mm. English is still kind of out there. So yes. <laughs> the jury is out on what we're doing with English. Yeah, I think it can change as well because different things come out as well, don't yeah. they? Um, yeah. As well as the children being different and growing. But my yeah. oldest son has managed to get his GCSE in English language, so I'm quite pleased with that. I say that's okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. And then science is an interesting one, isn't yes. it? Because uh, Sunlight do a science curriculum and we've had different approaches with trying to do some experiments at home. Yeah, those and the are children, fun, they're yes. fun, aren't they? And the children yes. really enjoy them, but it doesn't always yeah. fit into a week yes. very easily. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, we tend to sort of store them up and do them all in one go. And, and have, have one big, big lab morning. Big science yeah, afternoon kitchen science, morning, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that the thing? You know, you're a homeschooler if you've got something growing in the fridge. Yes, <laughs> which hopefully isn't mould on your cheese. <laughs> Because you haven't had time to clean the fridge out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So other people take different approaches. Um, we have unschooling friends who have no curriculum yeah. as such. They they're interested in books that w- that the children are interested in, or mm. approaches, or obviously with the internet, mm. you can look up any subject and find teaching ideas, lesson ideas, worksheet ideas. Um, yes, and they're amazing. Yeah. I use something called Activity Village um, for younger children, and that's fantastic. You pay a small subscription every year, and it's just got loads and loads of worksheets. And because we do a lot of projects, um, I download the worksheets, relevant yeah. worksheets, and that's really helpful. Yes, and yeah. Enchanted Learning is another one I've ah, used. I haven't used that one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's good. We'll yeah. find some links and yeah, help, yeah. help people find those. Well, yeah, there was... Um, um, I just don't put the hearing you talking about maths. I I didn't use any particular curriculum for maths at all. I I, I did really go to Smiths and just buy the kind of they're almost like revision guides. They're really little small ones. Um, and we did that right from the very beginning. And then I just supplemented all the way through. And sometimes I thought, gosh, you know, it's not really very inspiring because it really isn't very inspiring. And I'm not a great mathematician. Um, but actually, my oldest son is doing maths and further maths a level at the moment about to sit them so it i think it just shows somewhere yes. along the line if 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 in a sense if if well i would still put it down to thank you know it's god's grace and prayer but somehow other he was he was inspired yeah. despite a mother who really is hopeless at maths um to, to be able to teach himself maths gcse and then go off to college and do physics maths and further maths yes so um so yeah so I think that was really encouraging and the other thing that I another thing that I'm very poor I think often people can think oh I can't do 
I couldn't home ed because I can't do this and can't do this. My, my probably the three subjects that I'm weakest at are maths and IT. I'm really, really bad on computing IT. And um, it's just funny we're doing this, but fortunately Helen's very good and all that. And um, and um, and sport. I'm very, I think I'm probably dyspraxic, so I was very bad at sport. And of the those three different things, I actually prayed specifically that people would come in and would be able to help my kids when they were younger. I mean, obviously now they're teens, they're totally you know they do it all themselves but there were different people who came in um at different at different ages in my children's lives and just said oh would you like me to spend some time teaching them doing some computing with them or some coding with them or something just completely randomly which was amazing um and the sports um which maybe we could talk about PE another time but um but actually my second child is probably now going to um to start doing a sports course next year at college mm-hmm. so which I just think is amazing isn't it the the, yeah. the the two things that I was worst at at school my two sons are going into yes. <laughs> so yeah I think sometimes parents do worry oh they don't know they don't know enough languages or yes. whatever it might be yeah but I always say well homemade is not necessarily teaching your children mm. so much as facilitating their learning mm. it's it's encouraging them walking alongside them as they yes. learn teaching them how to learn so they can use their yes. own their own yeah. um, books their own yeah. imagination as they find what yes. what they're interested in yeah um so in fact at the moment my second child is doing different GCSEs all in different ways she's got one she is going to a class one she skypes her grandma uh for help learning one she's doing completely on her own and one I'm teaching her yeah so yeah the, we've got the whole range yes yeah we were a bit like that with GCSEs which again we'll do another time but um but but, well we found that by the time it gets teens and I think part of it is actually if we're enthusiastic about learning and we're wanting in a sense to continue our own education Mm -hmm. there's so much I've learned so much through homeschooling you know I realized I I don't think my general knowledge was that great at all and I'm sure it's improved because um I'm interested and actually if you're interested in something we decided with um with history that we would just start sort of way back and just chronologically go through British history and then we've done bits of the world as sort of as and when um and um and that's been fantastic we've been lots of outings and you can kind of so we've we've we well, we've got quite a few different books that we use and different kind of different books for the boys and different books for the girls because of their kind of age ranges but mm-hmm. because it's something that's been really interesting and they all have a real love of history yeah. um and the same with geography we've sort of gone through again with just different books just mm-hmm. going to the library and the book people and charity shops and just picking up picking up lots of different books and then kind of reading them as we go as we go kind of around the world yes. and um and I think if we're enthusiastic and we want to uh, we can kind of pass on that enthusiasm about learning then it makes them interested and they yes. want to carry on learning because we're never going to teach them all no. they want to know before they're 18 so actually what we want to do is to equip them to be able to do their own learning and to be able to continue their education yes if that makes sense yes and that's that is kind of behind how you choose your curriculum is yes what, is what what books can I use that yes. will encourage my kids yes. that will enthuse them yeah although you know we were just talking about how, how much colour there is in a maths book and I think yeah. sometimes 
obviously children love to see colourful books and it's nice to choose ones with good pictures. Sometimes I've found math books that are just too overcoloured. Yes, it's, and it's, it's confusing. It's a red yes. herring, actually. Yes. Like yes. They just yeah. want to learn them. Mm. But then again, that's different for different children. Yes. Um, I've got one child who wants to see on a, on a math textbook, just give me the instructions and give me the practice, whereas another child would love to have the pictures and, mm. and a very much more visual approach to math. So, again, we haven't stuck with yes. one curriculum. My son-like curriculum has arched over all the children. Yes. But then uh, maths has definitely been individual to each child. And I think that's the real joy of it, that you can teach different children in different ways. And Mm -hmm. actually two of, I'm sure my younger daughter, one of my other daughters is dyslexic, well, my younger son is dyslexic. And so actually some things are learned to learn together sort of like the more project work worked you know the boys work together the girls work together but um but actually math and English I'm going to have to teach completely separately because both the the dyslexic children are using a a dyslexia program for English and there's just no way that they could do the normal English grammar sort of English program that Mm. I would have done with the non-dyslexic ones so but the one the one um set of books that I did choose um correcting I did choose which I just think was was I'm sure God's God prompting me and guiding me a friend of mine um uh who homeschooled her two boys who are a bit older than mine and said she'd used an answers in Genesis um a science curriculum called God's Design and I thought all oh, I've got us born books you know we love science we do lots of experiments don't, we don't really need that but just something in me kind of prompted me to just go and have a look at it and it happened to be on special offer and I bought it and it was just it's just been the most fantastic thing because the boys particularly are both very science orientated um I learned so much it was actually written for um for by homeschooling parents for homeschooling families of different ages so so you can kind of use it for whatever ages and because because for the boys that especially for the older one, that's absolutely the area that he's going into. Um, you know, I could have chosen English literature, I which I probably don't think I taught him particularly well, but it 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 wouldn't have been that important for him. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I could have really invested in great poetry and 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 it probably wouldn't have been that important in his life. Whereas actually investing in this science curriculum and we spent a lot of time doing it is I think is really, really been foundational for him in I think you know hopefully in his sort of university afterwards because mm. that's the area he's going into so so yeah so I always used to say you know do say to kids you know at the end of the day you know God's our best teacher and if we don't know let's just ask some guidance yes, <laughs> yeah do, do you think I was just thinking about the cost of curriculum mm. do you think that's a constraint in it what do you think for people worrying about how to afford these books yeah I think I think it's very much how you do it um certainly for for us um the the maths I you know getting maths and English books just simply from Smith's of you would probably get them if you're doing revision guides if you're at school kind Mm. of thing so I don't think so and then charity shops and library and getting so I think it depends on the approach Mm. it was an investment getting the science ones but for us that was absolutely worth it um um I think the biggest cost for us came actually when it came to GCSEs and obviously paying for the exams and also paying we also did do some correspondence courses as well mm. so I think the the biggest cost actually came to GCSEs I think primary education um um up until that stage certainly you can spend 
spend money on it but I don't think you have to mm. I think there are other ways of art as you say there's so much on the internet as well yes so yeah yes I think it depends a lot on how you do it really I don't know what do you think yes well we I mean the the outlay for sunlight each each time we buy does feel like oh that's a bit of a chunk yes. of money but then you think well you, you get that set of books yes and we take however long to do it we usually take yes. more than a year to do yeah. each year full of sunlight mm. so Actually, it's not a bad price. If you mm. buy the whole set, you get a yes. bit of a discount as well. But um, I think yes, we we've bought a couple. We've bought a few books over the years that probably we didn't need to buy, um, but we try and sort of think to ourselves, you know, what impact is this having in our family? Is this yes. the way we want to do it? Is that yes. worth doing? Um, yeah. So this year, I was looking at buying an extra set of books for my daughter, and then realised no, that wasn't going to be suitable at this point. So we, we didn't do that, but yeah, the GCSE books do, yeah. do are more pricey, aren't yes, they? Yeah. <laughs> <At times. laughs> yes, yeah. But um, I think it's all come out reasonable. It's worked for us. And other friends have stuck to freebies off the internet and, and charity bookstores and following the children's interest yes. in that sort of way. Yeah. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. No. And the book people, they often do really good sets of books yes. and the book people. And the works have... Uh, oh, the works are great, aren't yes. they? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they have children's workbooks. Yeah, when, yeah. when I've wanted a bit of backup for yeah, maths, yeah. I've gone to there, for, mm. especially for my youngest daughter, and she's really enjoyed the maths books that I've yes. got from there. Yes. They often have stickers in. Yes, I know, yeah, we've done lots of sticker books. Yeah. yeah. Good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can often get second-hand books off Amazon. I do that quite a bit now as well. Yes. Um, and I've tried to learn to put my Amazon books into my wish list for a while first. And that's check that I really idea. want them still. No, oh, no, that's a good idea. <laughs> I can yes. easily find a book list and go, yes. oh, yes, I'll have all of those. Yes, and yes. Then really th- no, that's not a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yes. Well done. <laughs> well, thanks, everyone, for listening to us. We hope you've, um, you've found some... Uh, help and encouragement from what we've been chatting about and um, we ha- really hope you get some space to yourself to reflect and be refreshed by what we've been able to say whether that's with or without a cup of tea at your hand see you next time